Memphis Media Networks. This is America's First News. This morning, with your host, Gordon Deal. Lockdowns aren't the answer. Good morning, I'm Gordon Deal, along with Jennifer Koshenka. It is Monday, Labor Day, September 7. Glad you could join us. Here's what's up this hour. The new thinking on pandemic lockdowns is that they're overly blunt and costly. Greg Ipp at the Wall Street Journal is here to make the case. Also, online learning has Americans rethinking the value of a college education. Here are the ones that will pay off the most. Plus, why the traditional American workplace will never fully disappear. And how the coronavirus is rewriting the fall travel season, which is usually pretty flat. This year... Because we didn't have those summer vacations that we might have been planning for, some hotels are seeing their strongest September bookings in a while. And with people able to work remotely or not going back into school physically, even families and people who couldn't take longer trips are are going to be doing that in the fall. Natalie Compton at the Washington Post on why this autumn won't be an off-season for travel. Well, five months after the coronavirus pandemic left the world scrambling, the evidence suggests lockdowns were an overly blunt and economically costly tool. They are politically difficult to keep in place for long enough to stamp out the virus. The evidence also points to alternative strategies that could slow the spread of the epidemic at much less cost. More from Greg Ipp, chief economics commentator at the Wall Street Journal, who's done a deep dive on the various issues. Greg set this up. So we had this uh, novel and deadly coronavirus, and a lot of leaders around the world uh, were desperate for something that would quickly bring the spread of the disease to a halt. And so they uh, imposed these lockdowns, which meant sending uh, people home, uh, stay-at-home orders, and closing non-essential business. And we had never done anything like that before in the last century. We hadn't responded to any pandemic like this before. And it had a very, very steep economic cost. Uh, it's put the world into its worst slump since the Great Depression. And what we've learned since then is that there may be ways to control the pandemic with less costly uh, methods. And before we deal with new flare-ups of the case by going back into lockdowns, maybe we should uh, take a page from these lessons we've learned on alternative strategies. All right, so what less costly methods are we talking about? So first of all, I think an important point that has to be made is that at the outset of the lockdowns, at least here in the United States, we were never really clear what we were trying to achieve. Was the idea that we would just get the number of cases down that hospitals wouldn't be overwhelmed, but the number of people infected would continue to grow? That's what we call mitigation. Or was the idea that we would get rid of all infections and just bring the pandemic to a screeching halt? That's what you call suppression. Because if the goal was suppression, then we had to stay locked down for a very long time, and we were not really willing to do that. President Trump, after six weeks, said, let's reopen, even though a lot of states had not got their cases down to levels that the federal government said were appropriate. Um, we could have chosen the strategy Sweden did, which was more like we're just going to not lock down. We're just going to do a few uh, moderate interventions and try and uh, keep the virus from getting too out of control. But we didn't really do that either. We kind of got the worst of both worlds. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that uh, as a country we decide what it is that we want. And unless we're willing to do, for example, what China did, which is it locked people in their homes, or what New Zealand did, which was basically asked everybody to stay home for two to three months, I think that it's not realistic to aim for a complete suppression because the costs are just 
politically unsustainable. We're speaking with Greg Ip, chief economics commentator at the Wall Street Journal. He's done a lengthy story entitled New Thinking on COVID Lockdowns. They're overly blunt and costly. All right, so what if at the outset, uh, as I as I heard, read somewhere, uh, somebody said, you know, if we had just worn masks for two to three weeks, all of us, uh, intensely everywhere, we would have been way better off. Is there any truth to that? It's impossible, and I don't think it's very advisable, to try and run these hypotheticals safely than A, B, C, and D, because there are so many factors that depend on whether a country had a good or a bad experience with the coronavirus. Uh, it didn't just have to do with whether you were locked down. It had to do with, you know, how soon you responded to the virus. Was it already spreading before you acted, or did you manage to nip it in the bud, mm. as, for example, Taiwan and Hong Kong did? Some countries had more prevalence of, co- of comorbidities, you know, higher uh, incidence of hypertension and diabetes, which made you a, a more at-risk country. And some countries, people are more compliant. You know, when the government tells you, put on a mask, you put on a mask. Yeah. In other countries, in the United States, one of those countries, people have a more independent spirit and they're more resistant to being told what to do. All these things have to be taken into consideration when you evaluate what is plausible and what we should have been done. But what I think we do know is that if you... You can put together a set of strategies, and your guidance or your, and what your um, guideline should be is what has the best um, impact in terms of reducing infections at the lowest cost to the economy. So we know, for example, that the elderly in nursing homes are especially vulnerable. So really locking down nursing homes uh, is very, very good for saving lives, and it doesn't tend to disrupt the economy very much. At the other end of the spectrum, we know that small children don't tend to get very sick from this disease. The best information is they don't tend to spread it very much either. So if you have appropriate safeguards and you're not in a hot spot, you can probably reopen schools. And that's very good for the economy because it allows parents to go back to work. It allows school board employees to get their jobs back. And it preserves the education of those children. Kind of expand the idea on schools. Uh, because we looked at here what Sweden and what the Netherlands had done? Right. So Sweden never closed its elementary schools. Netherlands reopened theirs in May. And what both countries have found is that teachers do not get uh, end up getting sick from COVID at any higher rate than the broader population. This doesn't mean there's no risk. It just means that opening schools doesn't seem to be an especially risky activity. Thanks, Greg. Greg Ip, Chief Economics Commentator at The Wall Street Journal. 13 minutes after the hour on This Morning America's First News. Football is back, and DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, has millions of reasons to be excited. To kick off the season, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize, with a total of $3 million up for grabs for this Thursday's football contest. Getting in on Thursday night's single-game showdown is easy. Draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game like having a shot at a million-dollar payday. Download the DraftKings app now and use code DEAL. For a limited time, new users get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and $3 million in total prizes. Don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter code DEAL to get a free shot at the the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code DEAL, only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. 
This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, Staples has everything you need to start the year right and all at amazing prices. From notebooks to lap desks, folders to noise-canceling headphones. This week, Staples two-pocket paper folders and one-subject notebooks are an incredible 10 cents each. Now that's a back-to-school deal you don't want to miss. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 912. Limit 6. In-store only. While supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. Because he felt very comfortable with the person to be able to talk about his condition. Sylvia talking about the decision she and her husband made to use Good Samaritan Hospice. I would encourage someone, if you're looking for hospice care, Good Samaritan is the one to go with. I know from personal experience, they know how to come in and become family with you. Good Samaritan Hospice, serving all of North Alabama. Learn more at gshospice.com. Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others look away, we step in to act. Because measles still kills more than 100,000 children every year. We're there to vaccinate more than 1 million. Because some countries have only one or two mental health professionals. We provided over 400,000 mental health consultations last year. The fact is, your support makes our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org If you want to think, laugh, smile, talk about the issues of the day we all face, join me, Joe Pags, weekdays at 5 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. Bringing the world to your door every morning. This is America's First News. This morning with your host, Gordon Deal. Glad you could spend part of your Labor Day Monday with us. Having multiple jobs is business as usual for millions of Americans, right? But many of them that enabled people to get by when the jobless rate was skimming along at record lows collapsed once the pandemic curbed or closed large chunks of the economy. Patricia Cohen, national economy reporter at the New York Times, says the economic shock quickly exposed the mismatch between the reality of making a living in 2020 America and the systems built to protect workers. Pat, explain. The reality of work for Americans today is really much more, has really changed than previous times. So a lot of people, they're self-employed, they're freelance, they do gig work, maybe you have a full-time job and you drive an Uber on the side to pick up some more money. But yet the systems that we have both to protect workers when times are hard, like unemployment, as well as even legal protections have kind of not kept up with this change in the working reality. And so fortunately during this pandemic, the federal government has moved to put into place jobless benefits for a lot of people who would not normally be covered under the regular unemployment system that we have. But that's just a kind of temporary fix during this emergency because otherwise if you're self-employed, if you work full, if you work part-time, if you work, uh, you know, on contract or freelance, you don't get any unemployment benefits if you lose your job. Yeah, from the state, right from your state. 
Right, which are in normal times are the only kind of unemployment yeah. benefits that exist. So then there's this uh, the, the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, which is designed to help these uh, freelancers or gig workers, contract workers, the self-employed folks along those lines. Um, but even then, as you found in the story, uh, there's a couple of folks like haven't even gotten a check yet. Oh, yes. Well, as, as unfortunately has been a recurring theme uh, for the last four months is how overwhelmed and understaffed the uh, state unemployment offices are. Some states much worse than others. And, in fact, I just got a, an email from a reader today saying in Texas that they've been trying to call 300 or 400 times to get an answer. Uh, about their unemployment check, and they still haven't received anything or heard anything, and you just can't get through on the phone lines. You can't get through over uh, email uh, or online. So it's it's really been very very frustrating for people who have no cushion or backup to kind of get them through when they're at a time without a paycheck. Wow, we're speaking with Patricia Cohen, national economy reporter at the New York Times. She's written an in depth piece entitled "In Picking Up Work Here and There, Many Miss Out." On unemployment check. What I thought was fascinating, too, uh, that you pointed out in the story, um, for some folks, it's that they didn't necessarily lose their main job, but they lost that secondary job. Exactly. And that, I think, is what uh, is, is um, something that has been overlooked, particularly in this conversation that's going on right now in Congress as to whether a supplement for unemployment benefits, which have been running about $600 a week, should be continued. Because you have to remember regular unemployment benefits, on average, some more, some less, but this is on average across the state, usually replace about half of your paycheck, although a lot of states have maximum caps on that. So if, if you earn more, you're, you're probably not even getting that. Meanwhile, for those freelancers or self-employed or gig workers, they're probably only getting about a quarter of the money that the total income was that they perhaps were earning previously. Uh, so you referenced Congress and its work here, which obviously has largely been reactionary in this case. But um, given the picture that you painted, do you get the sense that Congress is going to be forced to address kind of the needs of the modern worker, which involves so much freelance or gig work? Well, I mean, as it is, uh, this, you know, the, the, the $600 supplement that I was just talking about, which everyone who's unemployed is getting at the moment and has been getting, uh, or is certainly entitled to, even if you haven't gotten it yet, you, you should get it retroactively. That is six set to expire in just a couple of days. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, you know, the, the White House and Republicans have been arguing all week. That's Patricia Cohen, national economy reporter at the New York Times. This portion of the program is brought to you by Harry's. Every time a new smartphone comes out, there's a better camera, bigger screen, and a larger price tag, just like everything else, right? Well, the guys at Harry's have always looked at things a little differently, and now they've found a way to make their blades even sharper. But they're bucking the trend again by keeping the price the same, as low as $2 each. When I got my first set of the new blades, I was blown away at how smooth my shave was, and it's not like I had any complaints before. When other razor companies do just about anything, even change the color of their package, it seems like the price goes up. 
But Harry's sharper blades are a real innovation, and they're not charging a penny extra. Right now, take advantage of a great offer that Harry's has for listeners of our show. New customers get $5 off a Harry's trial set with the code DEAL at harrys.com. It includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and travel cover, all for just 3 bucks, and they ship it to you for free. Don't forget to use the code DEAL at checkout and give Harry's Sharper Blades a try. Harry's.com and at checkout, use the code DEAL. 22 minutes after the hour, on This Morning, America's First News. When you need your bank... Capital One is right in the palm of your hand. With Capital One checking and savings accounts, you can check your balance, deposit checks, pay bills, and transfer money from your phone with a top-rated app. And when you're done banking, put it back in your pocket. A banking experience built around you and your life. This is Banking Reimagined. Get started online anytime and open a free checking or savings account in about five minutes. What's in your wallet? Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. All NFL facilities will be closed on Election Day, and team owners are pledging to work to arrange meetings with state and local authorities about law enforcement issues under a series of social justice measures announced by the league and the NFL Players Association. The measures include the possibility of NFL stadiums being used as polling centers and a pledge for the league and union to work together to support college educations for the children of victims of police violence. According to the NFL and NFLPA, we want to ensure that every member of the NFL family has an opportunity to exercise the precious right to vote. YouTube TV says NFL Network will be available effective immediately as part of YouTube TV base membership. The Sports Plus package available for an additional $10.99 a month includes NFL Red Zone, Fox College Sports, and Fox Soccer Plus. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Change is constant. That's why with Fidelity Wealth Management, your dedicated advisor will work with you to create a personalized plan for your full financial picture. One that can be adjusted as your needs change to help you stay on target. Plus, they can let you know what you're paying for and why. Learn more at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. I'm Mike Gallagher, the happy conservative warrior. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11. Let's fight liberal lunacy together on WTKI. 
The coronavirus pandemic has dramatically changed what it means to attend and apply to college. Here's this morning's Jennifer Koshenka. Is this college worth the cost? That's the question that many students and their parents are asking as tuition continues to soar during the uncertainty of a pandemic. CNBC has released its annual 50 colleges that pay off the most ranking to help you decide. CNBC's careers reporter Abigail Hess is here with details. Abigail, what did CNBC look at? Yeah, so for this ranking, what we do is we look at a ratio of the average net cost um, at a school uh, for a student from a middle-class background. That's from people, families that make between $48,001 and $75,000. And we compare that to the average salaries of graduates 10 years after graduation to see how much they invest going in and how much it pays off in the long run. All right, let's talk about private schools first. Number one, Stanford. Why do they do so well? Well, the, I mean, the first reason off the bat is just that Stanford is pretty well known for providing very generous financial aid. Um, from a student from that middle class background, you might think of Stanford as having this really high sticker price. But if you come from a middle class background and the likelihood if you get into start, to Stanford, you're probably going to get some pretty uh, generous financial aid. And then on top of that, uh, sorry, excuse me, Stanford graduates some really smart, you know, uh, graduates and they go on to lead really high earning careers. I thought it was surprising also that some other Ivy League schools on there, Harvard and Princeton and Dartmouth, they all sound so expensive. What are they doing right? What they do right is, you know, I mean, I I by no means want to say that, you know, all students get this at at Harvard. But if you are coming from those middle class backgrounds, schools like Harvard and Princeton will throw a lot of money your way to make sure that they attend their school instead of some of their other Ivy League competitors. Um, And what that can mean at the end of the day is for middle-class students, some of these schools can be more affordable than you might have expected. Anybody in that uh, private list of top ten surprising to you? Um, That's a great question. Uh, Yeah, I mean, one thing that I typically, uh, one of the schools that I always look at is Harvey Mudd College in in Claremont, California, where I grew up. Um, They uh, often are on the list for having some of the highest um, costs but they also focus on engineering and STEM-focused things and just they graduate uh, students with such high salaries down the line that um, even though their average annual net costs are a little bit higher than some of those schools like Harvard and Stanford, they still pay off uh, really well for students. We're speaking with CNBC careers reporter Abigail Hess about 50 colleges that pay off the most. Abigail, who's atop the public school list? Uh, The top public school this year is the University of Washington, Bothell, um, it is a uh, public school in, in uh, Washington State. They do a great job. One of the things that I love most about UWB is 96% of their first-year students, of their freshman students, come from within Washington State, and 40% of their first-year students uh, would be the first in their families to earn a four-year degree, so first-generation college students. Um, I think they're doing great work. Now, just in general terms, uh, a lot of families are upset about the at-home learning that they may be forced to do because of the pandemic. Some are asking for costs back from colleges. They want their fees back and that kind of thing. Is this going to force changes in the way these schools charge tuition and charge students going forward? That's a terrific question. You know, I I think you're absolutely right. There's mounting pressure. We've seen lawsuits across the country among students who are asking for um, coronavirus-related refunds from last semester, either from housing, 
um, or tuition and fees for, for events they said they couldn't attend. Um, one survey found that 93% of U.S. college students say tuition should be lowered if all classes are online. That's this morning's Jennifer Koshenko with reporter Abigail Hess at CNBC Make It. 30 minutes now after the hour on This Morning, America's First News. Integrated Behavioral Health is pleased to announce the addition of a new child psychiatrist to our practice. Join us in welcoming Dr. James Harper to the Huntsville-Madison-Decatur in Athens community. Dr. Harper is a board-certified child and adolescent psychiatrist, working with children and adolescents ages 5 to 17 with a wide range of diagnoses. Now accepting new patients. Make your appointment today. Log on IBHUS.com. Integrated Behavioral Health. Wellness is within your reach. The Humidor Pipe Shop is a great place to hang out with friends, enjoy a good smoke, and people that appreciate pipe tobaccos, cigars. Good, friendly atmosphere. You can smoke inside. The camaraderie of sitting around here and just visiting with friends and enjoying a nice cigar. It's amazing the number of business transactions that you'll see occur in here. I enjoy coming down here. It's the only place you can really come to go smoke a cigar, buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys, catch up on a day's politics. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. CBS News Brief. Military helicopters rescued more than 200 campers trapped by a wildfire in central California. The Creek Fire started Friday in the Sierra National Forest. There are reports this morning that half the town of Big Creek has been destroyed by the flames. So far this wildfire season, more than 2 million acres have been burned, setting a new record. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. More protests in Rochester, New York and Portland, Oregon last night. CBS's Lilia Luciano. Last night, even without declaring a riot, police detained several protesters, telling some to go home or go to jail. Indoor dining has resumed in New Jersey, though capacity is capped at 25%. Bethany DeVoy works at the Ocean City Cafe. Welcome to get a little bit back to normal, to have people sitting inside again. You know, it was a little weird at first on Friday because we haven't been used to it, but now it feels like old times a little bit. CBS News Brief, I'm Wendy Gillette. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Did you know that you can get to New Orleans in 30 minutes or less from anywhere in Madison County? The New Orleans Lunchbox is a piece of New Orleans right here in Huntsville, located at Jordan and Holmes in the Bennett Man Convenience Store. I'm here with the owner, Roland Lowry. Roland, some of the finest food in New Orleans is found in convenience stores. The New Orleans Lunchbox is known for great food, such as jambalaya, gumbo, red beans and rice, po' boy sandwiches, and fine barbecue. Oh, yeah. That homemade habanero sauce is good with the beef brisket. That's when a large cup of that delicious iced tea is just the ticket. Roland, you say that with the purchase of any plate lunch, you can get 
jambalaya, gumbo, or red beans and rice. Who say I say I say I say I say let them have it. When you place your order, you'll be eaten within minutes. The New Orleans Lunchbox is open for lunch Monday through Saturday from 10 to 7. We also deliver. Call 256-830-0081. 256-830-0081. New Orleans and Alabama? Aye. You'll find it at Jordan and Holmes in Huntsville. What does Meals on Wheels do? They deliver meals and smiles to homebound seniors. But Meals on Wheels does something else. They turn a volunteer's lunch break into a meaningful experience. As small and as simple as the relationship is between a volunteer and a client of Meals on Wheels, it's really so impactful. I never thought that five minutes could make so much difference in the lives of two people, but it has. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. WTKI Talk. To hear a podcast of The Fred Holland Show, go to WTKIRadio.com. Now, more than ever, where you get your news matters. Start your day with the facts. This is America's First News. This morning with Gordon Deal. I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for spending part of your Labor Day Monday with us. September 7, coming up this half hour. Fall used to be considered the off-season for travel, but not in a pandemic year. Also, the scariest part of the great outdoors these days... The first time camper, you'll hear their stories and surprising facts you may not have known about Labor Day. We'll have that story in about 20 minutes. COVID-19 has changed where people work, like no event since the mechanization of agriculture or Ford's moving assembly. But can we keep up the pace? Peter Morisi, economist and emeritus business professor at the University of Maryland, says how radical and enduring the work-at-home movement proves to be once we have a vaccine and social distancing ends remains to be seen. Peter, another trend accelerated by the pandemic. Absolutely. You know, we have been moving towards more remote work for quite some time. Uh, in 2012, about 40% of the labor force was doing it. And in 2016, uh, about 43%. And now we're up to about 53. Uh, that's about on, tra- that's about on trend. Firms like Facebook think they're going to get rid of offices, but that's crazy. Uh, people need the opportunity to collaborate. Businesses need the opportunity to train. All those things require some face-to-face contact. What I foresee is folks having to go to the office a couple times a week. What that means is the notion that that office in San Francisco and you've decided to live on a ski slope in Colorado are antithetical Mm. because it's expensive to fly back and forth, both in terms of money and time. You said, too, that uh, you think Zoom relationships will at some point decay? Absolutely. Right now, we all went home. But we have established relationships with colleagues, people we've been elbow to elbow with for years, sometimes only months, but but sometimes years. And so we're drawing on that capital. It's quite another thing to establish trust uh, with people you've never seen. I mean, it can be done. Uh, I have a relationship with the BBC over many years, and I've gotten to know lots of the folks there. And But it's a considerable effort. But also, remember, they're a cohesive unit that has seen everybody over the years, and they have these stringers out there. Uh, it's, it's quite another thing for the unit itself, the core, to yeah. have never had physical contact. Yeah. 
We're speaking with Peter Maurici, economist and emeritus business professor at the University of Maryland. He's written a piece in Market Watch called The Death of the Office has been greatly exaggerated. How come, or how could, I guess, some of these Silicon Valley firms that have said, you know what, don't come back to the office till next summer, I think a couple have said. I mean, well, how do you manage that? Maybe, does it come down to maybe, maybe you're not a good manager or leader if your workers can't be efficient from home for that long? Well, there's some practicalities right now. We're not going to have a situation where people can come back to the office comfortably till at least next spring, because we won't have a vaccine until then. And in the meantime, workers have to make arrangements for children and so forth, uh, sign leases and what have you. So someone like Amazon saying, take the next year away is fine, but not take forever away. So, I mean, what we're seeing is as firms are saying, don't worry about it till next June. So you can make plans for the next school year. And that makes a lot of sense. Uh, it, it, it's just not something that can be forever. We're, we're working out of fear, but it doesn't seem like, uh, as you said, it's not a good motivator. You can't always be looking over your shoulder. Right. If, in, in the short term, people have to find a way to make this work, or they don't work at all. They lose their jobs. So there's a certain fear motivator, and of course there is that American can-do spirit. This is a crisis, so we're going to find a way to make things work as we can. Uh, but in the long term, uh, that's, that's really not a good way to get things done. Uh, consider It's kind of like a war. You know, in a war with national mobilization like World War II, you don't replace any of the cars. You just make them run. Well, eventually they drop. <laughs> they stop working. Uh, people need to get new cars. And, uh, right now we're using up a lot of human capital. We're, we're, we're using up a lot of relationships and a, and a, and a lot of goodwill. Uh, longer term, we're going to have to find a better balance. Thanks, Peter. Peter Morisi, economist and emeritus business professor at the University of Maryland. 21 minutes now in front of the hour on This Morning, America's First News. Innovation, resilience, agility. It's how Michigan businesses continue to build the future. Our expertise, talented workforce, and proven adaptability are making a difference now and shaping the future. Join us and make your mark where it matters. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to put your plans in motion. That's michiganbusiness.org slash radio. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, Staples has everything you need to start the year right and all at amazing prices. From notebooks to lap desks, folders to noise-canceling headphones. This week, Staples two-pocket paper folders and one-subject notebooks are an incredible 10 cents each. Now that's a back-to-school deal you don't want to miss. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 912. Limit 6. In-store only. While supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing and free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. 
This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow The Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's The Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. All you people care about is honesty and integrity. And I'll bet your mother had a loud bark. WTKI Talk. Glad you could spend part of your Labor Day Monday with us. Well, in a normal year, when the leaves begin to turn and the children go back to school, it's shoulder season in the travel world when things slow down. But as we know, 2020 is not a normal year. With school and work still taking place remotely for many, and some coronavirus restrictions lifting, relatively more people may opt to travel in what's typically the off-season. It's a story by Natalie Compton, reporter for the By the Way section of the Washington Post. Natalie, what are you hearing? Well, I think it's an interesting year for travel because we spent the first part of the year not traveling at all, and now people are starting to move around again. And normally in a non-pandemic year, shoulder season is a low period of travel for everyone around the world, depending on on where your winter is. But this year, because we didn't have those summer vacations that we might have been planning for, some hotels are seeing their strongest September bookings in a while. And with people able to work remotely or not going back into school physically, even families and people who couldn't take longer trips are are going to be doing that in the fall. Wow. I I thought I read the phrase... Um, revenge travel. Like the, the, the mm. demand is so pent up, people are just going no matter what. Right. So we've been talking about what revenge travel will look like this year for a while now because people have this feeling of loss. They didn't get to travel this summer. They didn't get to travel this spring. They missed weddings. So when they do travel again, some people are looking to book big, huge, extravagant trips for 2021, but others are just trying to spend money and travel anywhere as soon as possible. Yeah. All right. So where are folks going? I mean, are are people actually booking a trip to, say, Europe right now? Well, that one is tricky because right now there are so many different travel restrictions that we're not going to see a lot of European travel for a while, likely. But right now, people are looking a lot to beaches or destinations where they can spend more time being outside or away from people. A lot of cities that saw increased bookings uh, on this app called TripIt, which coordinates all of your travel, showed that people were favoring cities in 
Hawaii versus last year. There was lots of places like London and Chicago were higher up on the list. So people want to be outside on a beach, it seems, this fall, or somewhere where they can drive and, and see leaves. Yeah. We're speaking with Natalie Compton, reporter for the Washington Post travel destination called By the Way. And her piece is called Fall Used to Be Considered the Off-Season for Travel, Not This Year. All right, so if we're going to get away, uh, what are some of the things we should consider given that we're still in the midst of a pandemic? Right now, people are still very eager to travel again, but coronavirus is still out there. So what health experts I spoke with said is you definitely need to travel with a mask. Even if you're out and about, you need to maintain social distancing and... The CDC has just recently said that they do support the idea of getting a coronavirus test before you travel. However, that's kind of tricky for some people to do. It's not available uh, very easily in some cases. So if you can get that test, that's great. If you can't, just make sure you are following all of the normal coronavirus precautions as you travel. Yeah, I, I guess, too. I mean, it seems there's so many, right, because you got to check where you're going. Mm-hmm. And then you got to be aware of what happens when you get back home. Right. And one thing that I thought was interesting was a doctor mentioned how not only do you need to check the travel precautions of or restrictions in this place that you're going, the place where you're coming from, but if you're traveling through any third destination, whether that's a connecting flight or you're driving through somewhere, you have to check those restrictions as well in the case that your trip is interrupted now you're in a different spot. You're dealing with different testing protocols or quarantine protocols. So you just really want to be prepared for anything. Thanks, Natalie. Natalie Compton, reporter for the By the Way section of the Washington Post. 13 minutes now in front of the hour on This Morning, America's First News. This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Third floor study hall. My dining room table. Home room Monday and Tuesday. My living room Wednesday to Friday. Wherever school is this year, Staples has amazing prices on everything like lap desks, computers, and UV sanitizers. This week, the 15-inch Lenovo IdeaPad 3 laptop with Intel Core i3 processor is just $399. You save $130. Shop in-store, order online, or pick up curbside. School on, save on. Staples. Ends 912. While supplies last, curbside available in most stores. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us, too. 
too, for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other, and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. one 800 rights No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedom. One of the best ways to say thank you is to volunteer to support them. At a time in history where kindness is a virtue, volunteering means a lot. For over 47 years, Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization, with the support of citizens like you, have delivered therapy kits to veterans who need them. To volunteer or learn more, visit HealVets.org. That's HealVets.org. WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at WTKIRadio.com. Locking out the noise and bringing you the facts. You're listening to America's First News this morning with Gordon Deal. Let's take a moment to talk about summer vacations. It is Labor Day after all, perhaps the end of yours or a last blast for one. For those whose wilderness resumes are limited to stints as childhood rock collectors or spectators of Survivor on TV, the great outdoors is now one of the few viable vacation options. Suddenly, bears, bugs, and a bad sleep are no longer big enough drawbacks to outweigh the chance to leave home. But camping newbies always have funny stories to tell, of course, after the fact. Here's Wall Street Journal reporter Rachel Wolf. Rachel, huge spike in camping interest. We've seen a ton of people who had never been camping before suddenly taking to the great outdoors, myself included. Um, but it's, you know, I mean, people are complaining a little bit about campgrounds being overcrowded. Um, but, you know, all sorts of sites like Hip Camp, which is sort of an Airbnb for campsites, they are reporting at three times more bookings this summer compared to last. All Trails has also seen uh, their app usage up three times. All Trails is hiking, maps, um, pitch up. Another site that's sort of like Hip Camp has seen a similar surge. The national parks themselves have seen way more traffic than usual. So it's very much the case that while, you know, vacation destinations are being pretty hard hit by the pandemic, a couple destinations, specifically the outdoors itself, uh, are seeing a ton of visitors. Wow. All right. So you had some really funny stories of uh, first time campers. Um, let's say you knew one at the Wall Street Journal who may have gone camping for the first time. What would that reporter tell as a story? <laughs> if I knew a camper who had gone camping for the first time, that, you know, that Wall Street Journal reporter might talk about how they were woken up one morning after they had set up camp on a farm that did allow campers and a baby uh, cow, baby a long-haired Scottish cow, I guess one would call it a calf, 
um, woke her up by jumping on top of the tent. It was quite alarming. Oh, my goodness. Um, not what you would expect, you know, as a, as a morning, as a morning wake up call. Roosters when you're on a farm, definitely. We're speaking with Rachel Wolf, assistant editor at the Wall Street Journal. Her piece is called The Scariest Part of the Great Outdoors, The Brand New Camper. She's collected some funny stories from first-time campers recently. Uh, what else stood out to you as you were kind of collecting people's anecdotes? Yeah, you know, we heard all sorts of things. We had a story from another uh, first-time camper who decided not to bring her sleeping bag. She was going to be backpacking, and, she, you know, she was worried about the weight, and then this freezing cold rainstorms people not getting there rain flaps up in time somebody who brought 18 outfits on a three-day camping trip (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you know some a lot of a lot of cases of packing poorly and then one of my favorites was yeah i love the animal encounters um somebody who left trail mix open in the tent and uh and the and the door flap open and came back from you know just like a short hike and there was a huge bird inside the tent oh, wow. that they had to shoo out. Thanks, Rachel. Rachel Wolf at the Wall Street Journal. Six minutes now in front of the hour on this morning, America's first news. You may meet in an office or on a video chat. Your commute might now be measured in feet, not miles. How you do business may have changed, but Staples will always have everything you need to get it done. And this week, get 40% back in Staples rewards on all paper and 40% back in rewards when you spend $75 on ink or $175 on toner. Shop in-store or pick up curbside and save big this week at Staples. Ends 9-12. Exclusions apply. For details, visit staples.com slash 40 in rewards. Curbside available in most stores. As you get back to business, small things can make a big difference. Like marking safe distances with floor tape and posting reminders to wash hands. As always, Granger is here to help. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Free access to product specialists, 24-7 support, safety recovery guides, and more. It's part of our commitment to help you adapt and recover in these challenging times. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. As the airline industry adjusts to a changed landscape from the coronavirus pandemic, major U.S. carriers, American, Delta, and United, all are ditching domestic change fees. However, American is also going a step further than United and Delta and dropping fees for international flights to and from Canada, Mexico, and the Caribbean, along with most domestic tickets. Carriers are looking to provide passengers with more reassurance about returning to the skies. Currently, domestic travel appears to be hovering at around 30% of last year's levels, and airlines are planning to sharpen reduced schedules this fall as leisure travel winds down from the summer season and while business travel remains severely depressed. The industry is bracing for months of revenue below where they can turn a profit on an operating basis. And according to analysts, a meaningful recovery won't occur until at least 2023. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Customers, students, and staff expect a new level of clean. Cintas has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. Cintas performs surface sanitizer and disinfectant spray services to common touch points, installs and refills touchless hand sanitizer dispensers, and provides commercial laundry services to help minimize employee exposure. Give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. Visit Cintas.com. 
and get ready for the workday. Did you know almost anything you can find at Stanley's is available as a salad or as a gluten-free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and Swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stanley's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stanley's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley's on Facebook and receive special offers. Helps you get there on time with morning and afternoon traffic reports. WTKI Talk. Well, with Labor Day here, time to find out exactly what this federal holiday means. We've got some interesting facts about it, courtesy of Reader's Digest. Number one, the first Labor Day parade was in New York City on September 5. 1882, New York's Central Labor Union held a parade to celebrate union work and show support for all unions. More than 10,000 union workers took unpaid time off work to march. Number two, ever wonder why you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day? Well, the fashion tradition goes back to the end of the Civil War when society was ruled by old money elites. As more new money millionaires entered society, the jealous old regime invented a whole list of arbitrary fashion rules. Anyone who showed up to an autumn dinner party in a white dress, for example, would be instantly outed as a nouveau riche newbie. That fashion rule is not followed anymore. And number three, President Grover Cleveland made it a national holiday as conciliation after he called the army to bust a union strike at Pullman Railway. That'll do it for this hour. I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News. I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Brian Hewitt. And we're the Beer Guys. We're talking craft beer right here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. If you don't know your pilsners from your porters, we can help. And if you're looking to up your beer game by drinking some great brews from our area, we've got you covered, too. We talk to the people from here that make the beer that you want to drink. Join us for Beer Guys Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WTKI. You really want to help? During the pandemic, domestic violence has increased and is a serious concern. Ray of Hope has proven to help victims of domestic violence for 15 years with safe houses, crisis hotlines, and counseling. Real services, real help. Each dollar you give to a Ray of Hope HSV on GoFundMe is worth 10 grant dollars. If you truly want to help your community, this is the way. Go to a Ray of Hope HSV on GoFundMe to help now. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Huntsville, W287 